Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, this is the, the article I'm going to discuss today in the show is probably, and I'm not kidding, the single best article I've ever seen written. I've ever seen, I've seen a lot, but the single best I've ever seen written on diagnosing the current liberal propaganda situation, all of their tactics, all of their tricks, stunts, scams, everything they do in one graduate level course article. Someone told me never say that because people hate graduate level courses. It makes them think of going back to school. No, no, no. This article by Michael Anton is amazing. I said to Guy this morning, if you don't read it and understand it, you will be at a severe disadvantage understanding the left. We're going to go into it today. I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to give you examples. And by the time you're done, we're going to be awarding diplomas. Not my diplomas. It's from the Michael Anton School of Advanced Leftist Studies. Uh, Limbaugh had that too for a while. But this Michael Anton piece is amazing. I can't tell you enough good things about it. Uh, Let's get to it. Hey, protect your data from big tech with the VPN I trust and use here. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and pick up your VPN today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show today. Let's get right to it. I've got the Anton article. Also, in the end, another big attack on, uh, on, uh, by big tech against you and your data. And a clip by Andrew Cuomo, who's now gone full fascist. He's not even, he's not even hiding it anymore now that the Justice Department decided not to uh, investigate him. Uh, today's show brought to you by Paint Your Life. Hey, you want to get something special? Well, we wanted to get something special for my mother-in-law. We knew she'd love a hand-painted portrait of her grandkids. You want a truly meaningful gift? Go to paintyourlife.com, paintyourlife.com. It's, it's, listen, I, I can't say enough about it. We're always looking for things to give to people that will mean something, right? Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. You can choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. Their user-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made, Hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. It's a quick and easy process. We did it. Get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. Send any picture of yourself, your kids, your family, your dog, your kids and the dog. Separate pictures of your kids and the dog. If you want to combine them into one painting, it makes a perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. It's meaningful, personal, can be cherished forever. We love, love, love our picture. It's amazing. Our painting. It's fantastic. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded, guaranteed. Right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping too. To get this special offer, don't wait. Text the word Dan, my first name, to 64,000. That's Dan to 64,000. Text Dan to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text Dan to 64,000. Go today. You'll love it. All right, Joe. Back with the bell. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, the Kenny Bell gets sidelined today, made its reappearance yesterday. So Michael Anton is back. He has a wonderful piece we're going to be discussing throughout the show about the tactics the leftists use to gaslight and propagandize people. But I want to do a little rewind first, because to get to the piece, let's let's diagnose the celebration, uh, the celebration parallax first. Right. So do you remember this from Tucker Carlson? This was a few months ago. Tucker Carlson was on vacation. Mark Stein's guest hosting his show. I think this was back in April. He comes on his own show, Tucker Carlson, as a guest. Or no, no, Stein was on the 7 o'clock show. Forgive me. It doesn't matter. Tucker Carlson's interviewing Mark Stein. And he starts talking about immigration. 
Well, he said this, and I'm not kidding. A hit storm ensued like you wouldn't could. I mean, really, even for liberals, it was a hit storm beyond imagination. Check this out. I'm laughing because this is one of about 10 stories that I know you've covered um, where the government shows preference to people who have shown absolute contempt for our customs, our laws, mm. our system itself, and they're being treated better than American citizens. Now, I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots, mm. with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. But they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening, actually. Let's just say it. That's mm. true. Mm. If, if look, mm. if this was happening in your house, if you were in sixth grade, for example, and without telling you, your kid, your parents adopted a bunch of new siblings and gave them brand new bikes and let them stay mm. up later and help them with their homework and gave them twice the allowance that they gave you, you would say to your siblings, you know, I think we're being replaced by by kids that our parents love more. And it would be kind of hard to argue against you because look at the evidence. So right. this matters on a bunch of different levels, but on the most basic level, it's a voting rights question. In a democracy, one person equals one vote. If you change the population, you dilute the political power of the people who live there. So every time they import a new voter, I become disenfranchised as a mm. current voter. So I don't understand why we don't understand this. I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue out of it. Ooh, the, you know, white replacement theory. No, no, no. This is a voting rights question. He literally says, Tucker Carlson, that literally, again, not figuratively, that this is not a race thing, that this is a power play by the Democrats. This is something I've spoken about often. Immigration for Democrats has nothing to do with compassion. It has everything to do with one thing. The Democrats have been hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging for decades, middle class voters disgruntled with the state of America because of Democrat policies. The pushing of identity politics, the endless uh, insults against people, the smelly Walmart crowd attitude. Democrats have been hemorrhaging middle class voters. They have become exclusively the party of rich white elitists, coastal elitists in California, New York, and outside of the coast in Illinois, Massachusetts and Maryland too. That has become their party. And they've also become the party of the poor because they promise things to the poor they can't possibly pay off. They have been hemorrhaging middle-class voters across all racial categories, as Donald Trump showed, for now a very long time. And the Donald Trump uh, era has shown that they're now starting to hemorrhage middle class voters that are Hispanic, that are Asian, Vietnamese, Cuban, Puerto Rican. It's a fact. It's a numbers game. It is not my opinion. It's a fact. Their power base are coastal elites, liberal elites, and the poor who they promise things to they can't possibly pay for. Everybody get that? They have been getting wrecked in the middle class. The Democrats right. understand that this is causing them a power problem because the long-term demographic trends do not work for them. They need unfettered, open-bordered immigration. It doesn't matter from where, as long as the people who immigrate here vote Democrat. If you don't vote Democrat and you are a minority like Cuban voters, you're not allowed in. Remember, hey, we got to we got to get that out, that Mallorca's thing. 
we got to get Mayorkas, where Mayorkas says, hey, Cubans, you better stay home. Don't you dare come here. The time is never right to attempt migration by sea. To those who risk their lives doing so, this risk is not worth taking. Allow me to be clear. If you take to the sea, you will not come to the United States. I thought this was about letting minority voters come into the United States and giving them a compassionate shot. Not if they're going to vote Republican. Again, folks, this is not, the verdict is in. This is not about race. Make no mistake. If you are Hispanic, black, whatever you are, and you come here as an immigrant, and you vote Republican, they do not want you here, the Democrats. It is about power. They want you to vote for them. Tucker said that, and there was an eruption. Tucker Carlson, white replacement theory. He literally says this has nothing to do with race. The data backs him up. They don't care. If you dare talk about replacing voters so that the Democrats can maintain power and destroy the country, you are definitely a racist, according to leftists. So play into Anton's piece, I promise. I'm not just talking about this for nothing. Proving Anton's point that depending on who says it, it's either racist or it's wonderful. Here's the New York Times in October of 2018, Michelle Goldberg saying the exact same thing. We can replace them in Georgia, a chance to rebuke white nationalists. Here's the New York Times not only supports this theory of replacing Put that screenshot, if you don't mind, up. Quote, embittered, embittered white conservatives. This is their words. Right now, America's tearing itself apart as embittered white conservative, uh, an embittered white conservative majority clings to power, terrified at being swamped by a new multiracial polyglot majority. I, can you, I, I'm asking common sense here. I'm just asking you to use it for a moment, especially if you're a leftist. I know that's hard. What is Michelle Goldberg at the New York Times saying that Tucker Carlson didn't say? They said the exact same thing. You understand just Michelle Goldberg celebrating it? This is great. We're bringing in a bunch of replacement voters to get rid of you embittered white conservatives. The difference is, there is one small difference. The small difference is Tucker Carlson literally says it has nothing to do with race, which is backed up by the numbers. Again, they don't want Cubans here, even though they're minorities, because they tend to vote Republican. <laughs> they don't. They, they, they celebrate it. Nothing to do with race. You vote Democrat. They don't care where you're from. You could be from Mars. You're welcome here. Because it's about power. Raw power. The difference, though, is the New York Times reporter explicitly makes it about right, race. You nasty, smelly, stinking white conservatives. She makes it about race. Yet she celebrated while Tucker Carlson's attacked for saying the same thing, ironically, with less of an edge to it, because he specifically makes the case that it's not about race. One person's attacked, Tucker Carlson. The other person celebrated. Here's Dick Durbin, Democrat loser, Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois who, again, literally makes the exact same case Tucker Carlson did, except for the fact that he's celebrating the fact that they're trying to bring in new voters to replace the voters that won't vote for them anymore. Check this out. The demographics of America are not on the side of the Republican Party. 
The new voters in this country are moving away from them, away from Donald Trump, away from their party creed that they preach. I thought that was a conspiracy theory. I thought you were a racist if you talked about that. Didn't they just say that? They lost their minds when Tucker said the exact same thing Durbin said. I thought it was a conspiracy theory. It's not? It's not a conspiracy theory? Dick Durbin's suggesting it's true. By the way, none of that's actually true because what Durbin leaves out there is that the demographic demographics are not moving away immigration-wise from the Republicans. They're moving towards them. Immigrants from wherever they may be, not, not from Puerto Rico, Puerto Ricans are over, over here for a long time, but immigrants from Central America, Mexico, Cuba, immigrants from Cuba, you're not welcome here. You're not welcome here because they vote Republican. Again, it's about power. This is about raw power. You need more evidence? Just the news article just came out today. What the Democrats are really up to with this mass migration into this country. Democrats may slip amnesty into the infrastructure bill, an ex-Trump aide warns. You see what they're doing? Let millions of people into the country. Let pour them in before the midterms. Let everybody in. As long as they can vote Democrat. Don't let Cubans in. Because not, they're not about minorities. Remember that. They say they are. They're about power. Let them in and then use mass amnesty. Here, uh, John Zadrozny, former Trump administration official. He says that the Democrats would like to add 20 to 30 million people to the voter rolls because they can't convince Americans about their viewpoints. That Yes, that's correct. Just don't add those Cubans because they're convinced about an alternative viewpoint that socialism sucks. Tell me again how this is about protecting minorities and compassion and immigrants. What about Cubans? They deserve compassion too, right? Escaping socialism. No, no, not, not those people. By the way, you think it's a conspiracy theory still that the Democrats want to let millions of people into the country before the midterms and there's a huge backlash against Biden and then give all of them amnesty to allow them to vote? You say, oh, that was in just a news article by John Solomon. Uh, here it is, Bloomberg. Certainly not a left-leaning outlet. Democrats, I path to citizenship for $8 million in economic plan. You think we're making this up? Tell me where Tucker was wrong. Tell me where Tucker was wrong, even though Dick Durbin said the exact same thing in Michelle Goldberg for the New York Times. How does that play into the Anton article? Because it's proof of what he calls the celebration parallax. This is one of the finest articles I've ever read. Please go to my newsletter today. Whether you subscribe or not, I don't care. Whether you want to go right to the website, it doesn't matter to me. I need you to read this. It'll be in my newsletter. It'll also be at BonginoReport.com as well. That's my Drudge Report alternative. If you want to subscribe to the newsletter, it's Bongino.com slash newsletters. The article is entitled, it's from the American Mind, Michael Anton. That's not happening. And it's good that it is. This is a manifesto on how to break down leftist tactics. He covers seven of the new communists' worst tactics for trying to defeat and destroy freedom and liberty. And when you become familiar, you study and you understand these tactics, you will never unsee them, ever. You will see them every time they pop. You will know how to defeat them. You'll know what they're doing. You'll know how to call it out. Let's go to tactic number one, the celebration parallax. And that's the reason we started where we did with immigration. Tucker Carlson said the exact same thing as the New York Times. They are replacing you. Dick Durbin said the exact same thing a Democrat. 
Yet when Tucker Carlson says it and says specifically, again, it's not about race. Tucker Carlson's a racist, but Dick Durbin and the New York Times are to be celebrated for their bold statement and stance. Tactic number one from Anton, the celebration parallax. It may be stated as the same fact pattern is either true and glorious or false and scurrilous, depending on who states it. In contemporary speech on any controversial topic, or to say better regime priority, the decisive factor is the intent of the speaker. If she can be presumed to be celebrating the phenomenon under discussion, she may shout her approval from the rooftops. If not, you better shut up before someone comes along to shut you up. So Michael Anton, tactic number one, you need to memorize this, tattoo it on your brain, the celebration parallax. Tucker Carlson talks about the Democrats using immigration to replace the voters they're losing. And Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist, is a racist, is a bigot, should be immediately boycotted and kept off the air. The New York Times and Dick Durbin say the exact same thing, but they celebrate it. Yes, the demographics are not in the Republicans' favor. The uh, New York Times, Michelle Goldberg, we can replace them. The exact same thing. And yet it's celebrated as a true and glorious statement. New York Times and Dick Durbin talk about replacement voters. It's true and glorious. Tucker Carlson brings up the same thing. Definitely false and scurrilous. Michael calls it the celebration parallax. Listen, I love fancy names. Andy Kessler wrote a piece on this, how people like fancy names because it makes them sound smart. I don't care what you call it. The celebration parallax is a perfectly adequate name for this. But you need to tattoo all of this on your brain because you'll recognize it from this point forward. When the Democrats say something, they're superheroes as long as they celebrate. When Republicans say it, they're to be condemned, boycotted, and kept out of polite conversation because they're grotesque bigots. Nope. Sorry, sir, that's the celebration parallax. You get to sound smart, too. Because Democrats said that exact same thing. Let's move on to tactic number two. I have more examples coming up. You're going to see how this guy nails it, Anton, in this piece. It's so good. Tactic number two, the law of merited impossibility. <laughs> this, is funny. this is one law that basically says that didn't happen, but when it did, you deserved it. It enforces our current caste system. He says the third purpose of this, the law of merited impossibility, is to enforce the new caste system. Those who get to impose fresh, irrational indignities on the rest of us are the upper caste. Those who object or have reservations are the lower caste. The latter are not allowed to harbor, much less express, any doubts. Whatever humiliation the upper caste has planned for us, we deserve and must meekly accept. Hence, when said, here, here's the example of the law of merited impossibility. When people say to you on the left, that's not going to happen, that's impossible. They're not going to let 50-year-old transgender uh, men in a woman's locker room. And then when it happens and you object to it, they say, well, because you're a transophobe, you deserve that happening. You merited the impossibility they said was never going to happen. Here's the example. He says, hence, when said, pervy 50-year-old actually does start waving around her equipment in the girl's locker room. If any parent dares object, let him have it with both barrels. That thing that 10 seconds ago you said would never happen now it's righteous, righteous punishment for the retrograde. The law of merited impossibility. That's never going to happen. Remember when it first was discussed, letting men in the women's room? Remember that a long time ago? A long time ago, like less than 10 years ago? Yeah. I'm being 
silly. Yeah. Remember that, Joe? And they said, oh, yeah. this was a big thing in Maryland, by the way, yes. when I still lived there, which was a while ago. And remember that Neil Parrott was fighting against it? And they said, That's, no, you hysterical Republicans, you're making a big deal out of this. This is only for people who've undergone therapy. There's not going to be a man who goes in the woman's room and says, hey, I feel like a woman today. And then it just happened in California. And the people who objected were told, you see, you see, okay, we told you it was never going to happen. But now that it's happening, you deserve it because you're transophobes. The law of merited impossibility. It's impossible, but when it happens, it when it happens, it, you guys definitely deserved it for objecting to it the whole time. What's that? Yeah, yeah. He brings up the CRT example. That's going to come up again later. There's seven laws. So we have the celebration parallax. Say something. Uh, if you're a liberal, you're celebrated for it. Say the exact same thing as a Republican. You're an attack. The exact same thing. Law of merited impossibility. That's never going to happen, but you deserve it when it does. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because this article is a graduate level course on leftist stupidity. All right. You know what? Let me get to my second sponsor. I got a little ahead of myself there. And uh, then we're going to go back to rule number three, the law of salutary contradiction. And then we'll get to the (laughs) the funniest one. The smells exhortation for all of you out there that have seen Caddyshack. (laughs) This article is good. Worth all of your time. Hey, Rock Auto, Joe Armacost's favorite sponsor. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com, their prices are the same for everyone. They're reliably low. So tricks. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone. Doesn't require membership or account login. Listen, Joe's very good with all of this engineering sound stuff. Yeah. Joe, we're not web designers like Paula, right? No, we're Joe's not. not like a big fancy web. Joe <laughs> loves know. rockauto.com. Just Neither week? me nor Joe yeah. are like big web people. We do sound stuff as we do. And Joe loves rockauto.com because you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. What do you need? Yep. You need carpet. You need tail lamps, motor oil, brakes. What do you need? Transmission parts? Go to rockauto.com. Can get delivered directly to your door. A few easy clicks. The catalog's easy, unique, and uh, very easy to use. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. The prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. doesn't make any sense. Go to our friends at rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Just do us one favor. They have that how-did-you-hear-about-us box. Just write Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in that how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts Joe Armacost will ever need and your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Check them out. They're really good. All right. Back to our PhD level course from Michael Anton and diagnosing leftist tomfoolery. Rule number three, the law of salutary contradiction. Again, these are all very fancy names. You can choose to call them whatever you want. I'll sum them up as he does. This law basically says, these are leftist tactics, that that's not happening. What you say is happening, you conservative nuts. But it's good that it is. You need an example of the law of salutary contradiction? Guy likes this one, right? This is one of your favorites? Yeah. Remember when the uh, Tucker had alleged that the NSA was spying on him, a story we now know is true? Well, the left said, is the NSA spying on Tucker Carlson? That's an insane conspiracy theory. 
which is also warranted by Tucker's treasonous contacts with Russian officials as he seeks an interview with Putin. The law of salutary contradiction. That's not happening, Tucker being spied on, but it's good that it is. Here's another example from the piece. Is the Biden administration inviting in illegal immigrants then putting them on military planes and shipping them to the heartland? Absolutely not. And these future Nobel Prize winners deserve their shot at the American dream. That's not happening, but it's really awesome that it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Funding the Wuhan lab from Fauci. That's definitely not happening. And then yesterday, but we should do more of it. Good point. Michael, please edit your article and throw that in there. I love Michael Anthony. He's my guy. Throw this out. That's a good point, Keith. We're not funding the Wuhan lab, but it's really awesome and we should do more of it. The law of salutary country. I'm going to put that in for the show. Fauci. Sorry for the radio show later. We need that headline from yesterday, Chip. Throw that in there too. Fauci. I'm taking a note. Wuhan lab. This is the nice part of doing the podcast first. Your radio show, you get to perfect the craft. The law of salutary contradiction. Let's go to rule number four, my uh, personal favorite. The Smales exhortation. Remember Judge Smales? Well, we'll get to him in a second. If you've seen Caddyshack, you'll figure this out in a moment. The Smales exhortation basically says this. Dem uh, democracy is great. As long as we win. If you get anything, democracy sucks, should be thrown out, you should be insulted. Here, from Anton's piece about the Smales exhortation. He says, our masters bleed about democracy, but they've redefined the word to mean getting exactly what we, i.e. the libs, want. Any ostensibly democratic outcome that might result in us getting what we want is ipso facto illegitimate. A border wall? You're a fascist. Immigration enforcement? You're racist and fascist. Law and order? You're double racist and fascist. Better trade deals? You're economically illiterate. An end to endless wars? Catastrophic. And also somehow anti-Semitic, too. Penis-free girls' bathrooms? Definitely transphobic. Democracy's great, fellas. It's awesome. Unless you get what you want, then democracy, you get none of it. What is it based on the Smales exhortation? Michael Anton, rule number four, diagnosing silly, ridiculous, outrageous leftist tactics? It's based on this. I want a hamburger. No, a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. I want potatoes. You'll chips. get nothing and like it. You'll get nothing. You will get nothing and you'll like it. The Smales exhortation. Again, if you want to sound really smart at a cocktail party, reminds me of that Andy Kessler piece. Just tell them about the Smales exhortation. It's funny. You guys like democracy. And then we vote for things like increasing police budgets because we like public safety, securing our borders so we don't just have a suggestion. We have an actual border. You know, things like lower taxes for economic growth. No, no, you can't have that. We only meant democracy when we win. You'll get nothing. You'll get nothing. And you'll not like it. You'll love it. The Judge Smales exhortation. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> so perfect for that. Let's go on to rule number five, Michael Anton's piece. The lieback imperative. What's the lieback imperative? Well, this takes advantage of useful idiots on our side of the aisle. And it also takes into account the Dan Bongino golden rules, not to insert myself in Michael Anton's piece, but it's apropos here. Dan Bongino golden rule number one or two, I forget what it is, that most Republicans are really Democrats, but no Democrats are really Republicans. Democrats figured that out a long time ago and take advantage of useful idiots on the right all the time. 
The lieback imperative is where the left takes advantage of useful idiots on our side who, quote, reassure the constituency. In other words, David French, the dispatch, the bulwark, that, um, what's that guy's name? The Wisconsin guy who got fired for screwing around. Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy at the... Oh, man. Charlie something. Charlie, I don't know. Charlie something. But uh, he got fired because he's a loser. And uh, he's become one of these useful idiots. The left always needs useful idiots on the right to reassure conservatives, again, that what we know is happening is not really happening. So here's how Michael Anton describes it. He says, quote, a great many conservatives are not merely willing, but eager to play along with the lieback imperative. Indeed, whole institutions of the establishment right, air quotes, because they're not right at all, do little else but reassure their ostensible constituency that the left not only doesn't mean it's proto-genocidal rhetoric, but isn't even saying it. Folks, the useful idiots, they, are, they have to lie back. They have to lie for the left and insist to conservatives who are supposed to be their constituency that, no, what the left is saying about CRT isn't true. What the left is saying about we will replace them in the New York Times, that's not true. They always recruit useful idiots. The David Frenches of the world, the Adam Kinzingers, the Liz Cheney at today's January 6th hearing. They need the useful idiots on the right. They need useful idiots. And we always supply an endless supply of useful idiots to them. Here is one of the most useful idiots out there. David French, a noted joker and clown, a total life loser. David French, who pretends to be a Republican is really a grifter. He tweeted this out the other day about CRT. Again, this guy pretends to be a Republican. We live with the legacy of the bigoted structures racist created. Our obligation is to seek justice and does not depend on our personal fault. And there is nothing conservative about denying the consequences of centuries of racist harm. My Sunday essay. The guy's grifting. He is the lieback imperative guy. He is the useful idiot on the right used to implement the left's agenda. He's a moron. He's a very stupid man. He's always been a stupid man. I, 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 Once in a while, I gave him a pass a long time ago and used his stuff because I thought he would come around and realize how dumb he really was. No, he's the lieback imperative guy. The left is using him as a tool, and he's grifting, trying to get clicks off his piece, knowing what he says is ridiculous. You have no responsibility for this uh, racism that happened in the past, but you have responsibility for it. This guy said the exact opposite years ago. The lieback imperative guy. All right, I got a couple more. Um, the enmity counter accusation. And it, we'll call the last one, the beatings will continue until morale improves. You don't want to miss the yeah. rest of this. Then I got this Daily Mail article, Cuomo, and uh, PayPal. Just dialing it up, folks. Dialing it up. Torquing you folks all down. Uh, today's show also brought to you by Rush Tax Resolution. Listen, I'm blown away by people who are in trouble with the IRS. They try to deal with it with, by themselves. You know, you got a plumbing problem. You usually don't take care of that or a car problem. You get an expert in there. Get our friends at Rush Tax Resolution. It's crazy to deal with the IRS on their own. You don't have it. Believe me. If you're saying, I got this, it's the IRS. You don't. The IRS is not on your side. There are a ton of these tax relief companies that say they can help. Rush Tax Resolution is the only one I trust and recommend. Rush Tax has an A-plus rating and an incredible zero complaint history. That's hard to do with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaint history. It's unheard of. If you're a business owner behind on payroll taxes, the IRS has the power to shut you down and come after you personally. The pros at Rush Tax Resolution can protect you and your business today. 
Call 800-217-3715. Mention my name, Dan, and Rush Tax will tell you upfront and for free what the IRS has in your file and if they can help. Again, call 800-217-3715, 800-217-3715, or online at RushTaxResolution.com. Check them out. All right, back to his seven rules. Folks, this, play, this piece, again, is a manifesto. Please read it. You will learn in one fell swoop how to diagnose leftist tactic insanity and break it down. You can't understand your enemy unless you understand your enemy. And believe me, they are an enemy of freedom and liberty. Second to last one, penultimate here, he calls the enmity counter-accusation. He says, as the regime hacks, spew vile, borderline, and sometimes explicitly violent rhetoric at you, they will immediately wheel and counterattack if you dare object. Don't appreciate being called evil because of your race? Then you are divisive. Dare put up your hands to block an incoming punch? That's violence. You're just supposed to sit back and take it. So they declare themselves your enemy? You call them out for being your enemy? And they counter-accuse you of being the divisive one, divisive one the, em, uh, the enmity counter-accusation. Now, where did we see this? Ironically, with Michael Anton's first piece, which we covered. Joe, remember this one, The Coming Coup? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That show went nuclear. I sure do. The show was actually called The Coming Coup. Um, we covered a show. Uh, we did a show on The Coming Coup, an article Michael Anton wrote. The article, folks, Anton's article, The Coming Coup, from months ago before the election, was literally about a leftist group called the Transition Integrity Project that had threatened to street fight, a street fight after the election. I'll pull that up in a second. It'll become important in a minute. We read word for word this leftist group's threats to overturn the election and engage in a, a, not even a soft coup, a hard coup threatening street violence. In their own piece, me and Anton quoted them. I got it from Anton's piece. Anton got it from them. He quoted the left. The left calling us the enemy and calling for a street fight. But again, the left went back to tactic number six, the enmity counter-accusation. You will take it. And if you don't take it and dare counter back and read to us our own stuff, then that's somehow violent. You doubt me? You want an example? <laughs> Look at this dipwad at the New York Times. Davy Alba. This is from October of 2020, right after we put this that show up called The Coming Coup. It's still on our, our, my Rumble account if you want to check it out. We quote the left's calls for a street fight, and look at the article. The article was written about me and Anton. She says, riled up, misinformation stokes calls for violence on election day. Baseless claims are circulating online about a Democrat-led coup inflaming tensions in an already turbulent election season. Davy Alba. October 2020. He literally quoted the Democrat stuff. You want to see the quote? You think I'm messing with you? This is how stupid Davy Alba was. She's using the enmity counter accusation. We call out the left for calling for violence against us, and we're violent. Davy thought we were stupid and we wouldn't fight back. And then one more quick thing before we get to the quote. A reporter calls me from the New York Times. And tells me, hey, Davy Alba's getting a bunch of emails. And, uh, you know, she doesn't feel, she feels unsafe. She's been... Incredibly, she calls me out for hilariously, because she made it up, promoting a coup when we're discussing the left and then paints herself as the victim. 
You have any idea how many emails I got about that? You don't see me whining about it. Davey Alba. Joker. Number Rule number six, the enmity counter accusation. Here, here's what we quoted. This is from a leftist group, the Transition Integrity Project, right before the 2020 election. Talking about how there'll be a crisis and events will unfold quickly. Sleep-deprived leaders will be asked to make consequential decisions quickly. Thinking through options now will help ensure better decisions. Listen to this. Goes on. Planners need to take seriously the notion that this may well be a street fight, not a legal battle. Notice what he, what it, no, now pay attention to the rest of this. He says a street fight because I know what a lot of you leftists are saying now. Oh, no, no, he's just using that. You know, people talk about street fights all the time. They don't really mean it. Notice what he excludes and he says, no, we don't mean this. We literally mean a street fight. He goes on. So he says this may well be a street fight, not a legal battle. Technocratic solutions, courts, and a reliance on elites observing norms are not the answer here. So notice how he's very specific that he literally means a street fight, not technocratic solutions, not the courts, not elites, not guidance from above. He literally means a street fight. The group, these leftists who did the transition integrity project, we quoted that. And this zero at the New York Times, Davy Alba accuses us of fostering a coup. Of course, it's incitement. That is, think, that's why it's called the enmity. The enmity. That's from, forget enmity. I'm not saying that word again. The counter accusation. Try to foster a street fight and a coup. And then when we call you out for it on the left, accuse us of a coup. It's, it's media useful idiots. They're almost as useful as David French. The stupid people. Let me go to rule number seven. It's an important one. We'll call this one. The beatings will continue until morale improves. It's a little bit longer, but it's worth reading. You know, if we're as disgusting and gross and deplorable as these people think we are, we should be beaten up in street fights. We should be taken out. All these horrible things are written about us. We're racist, transophobes. But why do these people want to live near us? Well, Anton brings that up in his final rule. He says, this brings us to the last rule or tactic. Deplorable Americans are loudly and incessantly said to be the worst people in the history of the planet. Pure, unadulterated evil with no legitimate concerns, interests, or grievances. Well, okay. Then why live with us? Why treat as anathema even the most moderate, banal attempt to allow some measure of federalism and local control? There can only be two answers. Either our liberal masters know or intuit deep down that we can live without them, but they can't live without us. Or else they want to keep us around to administer what they view as deserved punishment. Being neither a psychiatrist nor a theologian, I can't say whether the roots of this behavior are psychotic or demonic, but in this layman's judgment, it exhibits key characteristics of both. We'll call this the beatings will continue until morale improves. I agree with Anton. It is psychotic. You see the moving vans lining up in California and New York and escaping. And what do they do? They object. 
They scream about it. They find all kinds of reasons as to why people are leaving unrelated to liberal policies in these big cities. Why not just admit it? I don't understand. If you're so proud of what you've done, what you've done, then why not just come out and say, listen, we enacted a liberal, compassionate, morally upstanding agenda. It's really terrific and we love it. And we're really glad these racist, xenophobic, transphobic, deplorable Trump voters are leaving. Please exit tomorrow. See, we say that to them. Please don't come down here because we don't want you down here. But they don't say that to us because why? They want to punish you. They don't want you to leave. They enjoy it. That's the whole fuel and essence behind cancel culture. Why do they keep trying to cancel people, even though they know the cancel culture may come for them because they're imperfect too, extremely imperfect? Why do they do it? Knowing there's a risk of it backfiring, coming back to them because they enjoy it. They enjoy your pain. They enjoy hurting people. They enjoy the power they get out of causing other people pain at their expense. Folks, listen, please listen to what I'm telling you. Michael Anton is right. They are enjoying this. Liberals enjoy it. They enjoy insulting you. They enjoy the power over you. They enjoy their power to boycott, their, uh, their power to bankrupt you. They love this. They'll call it all kinds of ridiculous euphemisms. Oh, it's accountability culture. It has nothing to do with accountability because they're not accountable in their own lives at all. Again, they say the same thing Tucker Carlson said, not even using different words, using the same words. And yet, as long as they celebrate it, they're not accountable for anything at all. This has nothing to do with accountability culture. This has everything to do with the power. These sick, deranged, sociopathic lunatics find in hurting, bankrupting, and torturing you and your family. Do you see my cancel culture special on Fox Nation? Do you see some of the stories? It's a multi-part series. It's on Fox Nation now. Listen to the stories. Just listen to the stories on there. Guy who makes a comment to a boy dressed as a girl finds his entire life destroyed, entire life, forever. Amazing. They enjoy every bit of this. Folks, please read the article. It's important. It's one of the finest pieces I've seen in a long time. It is definitely worth your time. Read all seven rules. Commit them to memory. Print the piece. Pass it around. Do whatever you can to spread this. Again, it'll be in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. All right, uh, coming up, I've got a white privilege alert. Be careful. White privilege are very important. I've got video of Andrew Cuomo going full tyrant. And then an important piece about, the again, the growing threat of big tech. And I've been warning you, whether it's Pegasus, the use of surveillance data on apps to figure out where you are, who you are, and what you're doing, I've been warning you. So pay very close attention to this upcoming segment. It's critical. Um, Echelon. I haven't, we haven't heard from Echelon. I love Echelon. We, we, I use Echelon all the time. Glad to have you back. When you're trying to reach your fitness goals, it can, uh, it can really help to have world-class instructors like Nicole Griffin and Michael Brown. It also helps to have a community of hundreds of thousands of people who can give you that extra push. Echelon gives you that. Echelon is an affordable way to get the workout equipment, the workout community, and an instructor's motivation right at the comfort of your own home. Their fitness app, Echelon's fitness app, provides you thousands of live and on-demand classes with great music from your favorite artists. Here's the only problem with Echelon. My daughter loved the Echelon bike so much, she took the bike out of my bedroom. I'm not kidding. And put it in her room. So now my wife needs another one. Oh, Echelon, if you want to send us another one, we'll take it. I'm just throwing that out there. 
Hey, with Echelon, you can work out anytime, day or night, crush your fitness goals. Their certified fitness instructors are, instructors are supportive, engaging, and fun. They know how to get you moving. Echelon's full range of affordable workout equipment, including stationary bikes, a huge hit in my house, smart rowers we have in my garage, which I use, keep my shoulders uh, nice and fresh, sleek fitness screens, or the auto-folding treadmill are connected to provide the Echelon experience. Get around-the-clock classes for the family, including full-body workout programs that keep you coming back. One membership covers a family of five. Right now, get an Echelon EX3 bike risk-free for 30 days plus free shipping and assembly. To get this exclusive podcast offer with these free bonuses valued at $250, go today to echelonfit.com slash Dan. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N-F-I-T dot com slash Dan for this free offer. Echelonfit.com slash Dan. Go today. I can't recommend this enough. Highly, highly recommend their equipment. It is well-made, it is priced effectively, and the interactive capabilities are second to none. Check it out. Echelonfit.com slash Dan. Good to have you guys back. Love your stuff. All right, the Daily Mail. White privilege alert. We need like a bell. Oh, the Kenny Bell. Here, make the Kenny Bell. Two days in a row. White privilege alert. Kenny Bell time. We have a Kenny Bell. I mean, we haven't had the Kenny Bell for months. All of a sudden, Damn. two days in a row. Daily Mail. White people have the low... Yeah, you got that wrong. It's uh, supposed to be the highest. Did you, Justin, what are you doing there? Come on, stop messing around with this stuff. Am I reading that right? Yeah, it's in all caps, which I'm thinking Guy may have edited. It says, white people have the lowest life expectancy of any ethnic group in England and Wales. Finds first official report of its kind. I thought that was supposed to be the highest, you know, the whole white privilege. <laughs> of course, bringing this up, um, what is this, the enmity counter-accusation, or is this... Is this going to be the celebration parallax or the law of merited impossibility? I think this is the law of merited impossibility. Dare to challenge white privilege. Find out that white people have the lowest life expectancy. And there, you deserve it. You merited that. It's impossible that's happening because of white privilege. They're living the longest. No, they're not. They're dying early. Well, they deserve it. They deserve it for not calling out white privilege. There it is. Michael, tell me if I'm right. Tell me if I didn't diagnose that one as the law of merited impossibility. Just checking. I didn't even intend that to flow in that way. I may be, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Only going to get worse. This was sent to me by producer Jim yesterday, uh, moving on quickly, because Andrew Cuomo was gone full tyrant, just like the lunatic communists in Australia that have turned the place into effectively uh, worse than a prison colony, because again, in prison, you're allowed to talk to other people. But the Australian uh, communists, super communists, they're like uber communists. The uber communists running Australia right now won't even let you talk to other people, which I find incredibly and deeply disturbing, and you should as well. Here is Andrew Cuomo going full tyrant now. Now suggest again, it, folks, his words. Uh, what, what, this will, wait, hold on. Here, this may be the law of salutary contradiction. I mean, I, 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 we're just applying the rules. Uh -huh. that, that's not happening, but it's good that it is. So vaccination mandates a few months ago, they're like, oh, that's not happening. You're not going to knock on your door. Remember? Oh, remember the knocking on your door thing? Joe Biden was like, we may send these community people to your door and knock you down. That's not happening. But now Andrew Cuomo's saying, when we, they just said it with the, the, the law of salutary contradiction. That's not happening. But now Andrew Cuomo's saying it's good that it is. That's not happening, but it's good that it is. Check this out. And we have to get in those communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. 
That is the mission. Jim, for the radio show, can you please pull a cut a cut of uh, the leftist, any leftist, it doesn't matter, when Biden said they were going to go door to door, saying, that's not happening. That's not happening. You guys are crazy conspiracy theorists. Can you please pull that for the radio show? You want it to have, because that would have been, I didn't even think of it during this. The law of salutary contradiction, Michael Anton rule number three. That's not happening, but it's good that it is. They contradict themselves, and then they celebrate it afterwards. Salutary contradiction. They're not going door to door, you Republican psychos, conspiracy theorists, fact checkers, remember? Do we have the lead stories? The lead stories. Didn't they do a fact check on that? The Biden administration. No Democrats are going door to door. Cuomo just said it. He just, those are his words. I didn't make that up. I didn't put the words in his mouth. I swear I did not even intend these segments because I, I did it in reverse. This is just perfect. That's not happening. But it's good that it is. Showing I did it in reverse because I got this Washington Examiner article too about Australia I wanted to cover. This is actually the anchor of this sucker right here. Washington Examiner, Australia, despite few COVID deaths, returns to lockdown paranoia. Folks, they've had, from what I read in this, this is a piece in the Washington Examiner, will be in my newsletter. They have had less than 10 deaths. Less than 10 deaths in uh, the last few months over coronavirus. They have locked down the entire country. I will say now and I'll say again to our Australian brothers and sisters, I am with you. I understand your fight quite literally for freedom. Your freedom has been taken away as you were locked in your homes, treated like prisoners. I am with you. I will be with you. I will stay on top of this story. I am very, I'm, I'm very upset you're being led by uber-communist propagandists. It is deeply disturbing. But I'm begging you to stay in the fight. I know it's super depressing what's going on right now, but I am with you. I will stay on this story. And please vote accordingly in the next election. It is not good enough to sit at home. Bring you and 10 people to the polls and get these people and their bureaucrats out of there. Your state health people are insane nut jobs. They are absolutely crazy people, nut job wackos. All right, let me get to my last story because it's important. It talks about the growing threat of big tech tyranny. Folks, we talked about Pegasus. We talked about, there's a story also in my newsletter today about how to get spyware off your phone. It's a Fox News story. It'll be in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. I encourage you to uh, check it out. Pegasus was that NSO, that Israeli company. It was their malware, malware app. For those of you who missed the show over the last few weeks, it is no-click malware. I can't emphasize to you enough how devastating that is. It's malware that can be sent to your phone via text, and you say, oh, if I don't click on it, I'll be fine. It doesn't matter. It's no-click malware. Pegasus and some other type of, types of technologies out there are enabling technology companies to do things the government, even at its strongest, was never capable of doing. Monitor you in live time, turning your phone into an, a camera they can turn on, Lifetime, a microphone they can turn on lifetime, a, uh, uh, an email tracking device because they can read your emails. They can even read your encrypted apps. And they can use the geolocation services on your phone to track you everywhere. I've been warning you about this, how these big tech companies, when they partner with activist groups and then government, that you will be in big trouble. You need to secure your data. One of the reasons I got away from one of the companies I was involved with early on in any kind of a consulting role with them was because I wasn't comfortable with some of the stuff they were doing, so I left to start my own thing. That's important. 
Look at this article in the Daily Caller today by uh, Aylan Evans, July 26, 2021. PayPal partners with the Anti-Defamation League to fight extremism and hate by researching and disrupting payments. Listen, this has nothing to do with fighting extremism and hate. This has everything to do with PayPal and others targeting, in my opinion, using the label hate to target political opponents of the regime now. That is nothing more than that. Secure your data. Stay away from these companies, folks. They are dangerous. I've warned you about it repeatedly. These are dangerous companies. I provided an option, um, AlignPay. It is my company, AlignPay.com. We can help you here. We provide all the tools for uh, advanced payment processing. We have the tools there with our partners at AlignPay. I, I'm, I, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not in this for the money anymore. I'm not. I'm in this to provide you with alternatives in a parallel economy to get away from Twitter, to get away from YouTube via Rumble, and to create our own parallel ecosystem free from the interference and monitoring by leftists who want nothing to do with you, uh, nothing more to do with you other than to subject you to punishment. And rule number seven, the beatings will continue until morale improves. You have got to escape. I don't know. If you don't use us and there's another option, use them too. I'm, I'm not, again, it's not about the money. I provided this option, alignpay.com. It's A-L-I-G-N-P-A-Y.com. Because this is an ideological fight for me. I don't know how long I'm even going to be around on this planet. All I know is I'm not going to leave this place having talked about a lot of stuff and never doing it. That was the whole purpose to get involved with Rumble. It's the other reason I got involved with Align Pay. I need you to get involved today. Get away from these companies. Stripe, PayPal, it is only going to get worse. Only. It's critical you understand that. AlignPay.com. Let's see, is the ratings come out yet? Yeah, we did pretty good this week. All right. Thanks for your support. We did pretty good this week, folks. Thanks for watching Unfiltered. I always get them during the show. So we really appreciate it. Thanks for checking out my show on Fox. Oh, Tuesday morning, we always get the numbers on the air. Unfiltered, 10 p.m., Fox News Saturday. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Please read the Anton article. Print it. Send it around. I need you to do that. Everybody needs to understand the tactics of the left. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.